0: You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Cheyenne is with us in Arizona. Hi, Cheyenne. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hi, Rachel and Dave. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? I have a question. I'm 55, a widow. I'm out of debt, and I have about $400,000 just sitting in the bank. I am one of those um, investment-resistant people. Uh, I feel like it's out of my control. Um, I have uh, did a deep dive into trying to to invest and talk to two different people who are financial people and got very deep in what they were recommending to me. But as I was researching it, there'd be something there that I just didn't want to invest in, a McDonald's or a Pepsi or some kind of chemical farming or things like that. And I so... You know, I've downsized my lifestyle. I, I, uh, I've i been a medical person for 30 years, so I'm semi-retired. I could go back tomorrow and do that. Income's not a problem. I just would like to know what your opinion is. Someone like me, if it's, it's you think, oh, my goodness, it's not growing. I have a friend that just lost $80,000 in the last month, a whole year of her income based on the market where she had the money. And that just feels so out of control for me to put it somewhere where I have no control.
0: Uh, your friend was investing in some kind of high risk something to lose eighty thousand dollars in one month, or or she has two okay. million dollars invested. One of the two, which is it?
1: Okay, well, I don't know the person. The, the, yeah. It's something to do with their work.
0: Okay, see that was a high risk single stock investment, mm-hmm. and so that's not. See, the market represents the stock market represents everything from ultra high risk, scary, crazy stuff. Down to things that are just plain boring, and so um, when someone says they lost money in the market, it can mean that they were virtually gambling in Las Vegas, or it can mean that they, you know, that they just panic every time that the needle moves a little bit. Um, so, but you, you mm-hmm. don't you don't have a stomach for it, is what you're saying, and you can't. I don't it, have the stomach for it, and you've attempted to uh, gain enough knowledge to get some peace, and it hasn't worked. So. Um, But you can't leave uh, $400,000 sitting at 1% either. That's why you called, agreed? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I mean, because you're making nothing. So what about buying some real estate that creates some income?
1: Well, I did that. I did two houses and turned them during COVID, but, of course, it was COVID. And so everything was twice as much, and the help was so – I mean, I didn't lose, but I didn't – it certainly wouldn't show – it wouldn't have been worth it, in other words. So well,
2: that's because if you if if continue to jump, that jump in
0: and out of things, you're always going to lose money. You've got to ride the wave out. And
2: not necessarily redoing a property, but just buying one, renting it out, and having that passive income.
0: If you had a forty thousand dollar it. property, that I mean, a four hundred thousand dollar property that you a simple piece of you know nice house that someone rented for three or four thousand dollars a month, uh, you'd be making a whole lot more than you would on the bank.
1: That's true. Uh, it's something I don't enjoy. I've had a many years of it and, and, and not the best kind not the best years of it.
2: So Cheyenne, I'm, I have a question. Real estate isn't, you, yeah. you, you presented two problems with investing. One, it was companies that you just didn't agree with morally. You mentioned like Pepsi or uh-huh. McDonald, right? I'm guessing you just don't agree with them as companies and the fear that you're going to lose money, which is greater. Do you feel like which, which part of it makes it like, ugh.
1: Oh, you know. I guess in one sense, I'm. I, I want to put my money where my heart is, you know, and, and have it manifest something good on the on the earth. Okay,
0: what would that be?
1: You know, I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to search and find it. Yeah. Maybe there's some good funds where 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 people are Christ-centered. You know, and you, you don't find out at the top that they're <laughs> moving against. Mankind, I'd like to see, I'd like to invest in something that means maybe food. I don't know.
0: Well, there's, um, number one, when you're dealing with a mutual fund, you're dealing with um, 90 to 200 different companies inside of a mutual fund, and um, at any given time, one of those companies could have some kind of a business practice, disclosed or undisclosed, that somebody doesn't agree with. Okay. Now, you're not giving Mm -hmm. them money when you buy their stock. Okay. If you buy stock in a company from me, you gave me the money. Now, you are benefiting when they make a profit and the stock goes up in value. Uh, You are benefiting from their actions that you don't agree with. And so that part I do understand. But if there's 90 to 200 and one half of one of the companies is doing something wrong, that's kind of like you shopping at a grocery store that also sells stuff you don't agree with, but you bought the stuff you do agree with there. You, you, really, can't okay. find, you really can't find something that's 100% pure in this world, this side of heaven. Um, if, now, I will tell you one thing to investigate. There is a, a group out of Atlanta called the Timothy Fund. The Timothy Fund. And it is a mutual fund, okay. and um, their goal is to invest in companies that to, to avoid investing in companies that engage in something anything they consider to be non-Christian. And so, for instance, they don't invest in any tobacco companies or uh, alcohol companies. Um, they might invest in a chemical company you don't agree with, based on what you're saying. I don't know, but um, but the, yeah. the the Timothy Fund is actually done. It's a it's a moral based fund, a Christian based idea, um, and they've done very well. They've got a good long term track record. Uh, you might investigate them and learn about them. I don't have. I'm not associated with them in any way. Um, I don't have any okay. money in there, and I'm not because I'm against them. Uh, it's just not the pro- process I have used to do analysis for my. F- my fund picks, but um, I've been aware of them for over a decade, and they've got uh, the main central fund has probably got a now it's probably got a twenty year track record, and it's it's beating the market. Yeah. And uh, the, so,
2: and I would say too, Cheyenne, if you if you decide to step into something because you're wanting to make more than just one percent, you don't have to just do all five hundred thousand. Like, do fifty thousand for a year and see how that feels, and then maybe you take another hundred thousand. Right, like you can kind of. Move your way into this. Um, but for your benefit long-term, uh, for you to even be generous on the other end to be able to give some money away to things that you really do care about, um, making and, that money is and, and part of that.
0: I appreciate your pure heart, but that bank that's paying you 1%, I'll guarantee you they're engaged in things you don't like. I can just 100% guarantee that. So there's not a place you can hide Dave in this world banks. from that. No, I'll just promise you they're... They're donating the things you don't agree with. I can promise you they are. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.